0: Hi, listeners. We have partnered with HYV Designs to bring you a discount on their store. Please go to etsy.com slash shop slash H-Y-V-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. And use promo code SKT15 on checkout to get a 15% discount on their items. They have everything from King's Light the Beam memorabilia to BTS light sticks to Genshin Impact coasters and much more. Check out their store on Etsy.com and use promo code SKT15 on checkout to get a 15% discount. Link in the description. Okay. Hello. Welcome to episode 366 of Sack King's Therapy. If you noticed uh a little bit of a different tone to the opening because we just watched probably the worst loss of the season easily. Uh the Kings fall to the trailblazers without DeAndre Aiden and without uh who, who else? Uh, Shane Sharp. There we go. And I think there were some other guys that were missing from the Blazers. Or the Kings lose one thirteen to one thirty. Yes, they let the Blazers score one thirty uh, on them, and this was a shit game.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, not gonna lie, for me, it was like twenty four hours of terrible game. So yeah, we'll
0: get we'll get to the other one in a bit. But uh, yeah, so what happened during this game? Well. Th- well, let's start with the offense. The Kings had two guys in double digits. De'Aaron Fox had 43. Sabonis had 34. Really good games from, from them too. Like they legitimately tried to will the team back into back into the game. And they were just hoping for literally anyone, just someone to step up and just help them out a little bit. But help just never came. The next highest score, nine points by Harrison Barnes and he sat at nine points for basically all through the second half like he had an and one and that was it like he had 43 34 and then nine points from Harrison Barnes
1: yeah and you know the rest of the team there's not much else to say other than they tried to contribute but I don't know what positive there is to say about the rest of the team, other than you know Bonus and Fox that try to carry us all the way to the top, but it's just too little, too a at that point.
0: It, I mean, like that—that's the, the disappointing thing about this about this game. Like, it really shows you just how weak your supporting cast can be when shots aren't going down. Like, they're—they weren't playing defense, and yeah, you know, let's get let's get to that. The defense was terrible this game, and it it just part look part of it is the Blazers were hitting some ridiculous shots and like they were hitting some pretty gar pretty terrible terrible threes that just happened to go in, but it's the part you give them that confidence you let them get so comfortable, and it it just felt like the Kings walked in and said you know what we're just gonna outscore them and like you know we're just like they they can't they can't hang with us especially without two of their you know top top five players like this is going to be easy money and then you just run into a team who's just playing hard like they know they don't have exactly the talent but like it's they're guys that you know have the skill of playing hard and they simply just out hustle the Kings.
1: uh yeah pretty much it felt like we uh, i don't know how to describe it. it felt like we were still stuck in christmas break and we haven't warmed up yet and this was pretty much our warm-up game and uh yeah never got warm at that point
0: yeah it's it's just one of those things like it's another one of those issues with the kings when they're not playing well on offense it bleeds into their defense and it's it's something i don't know if it's fixable with this specific roster because you know they rely on threes and if their threes aren't going down and they're not scoring well, like, it, again, it just it affects their defense. It makes it like infinitely worse. Like, if it's just like a teeny bit worse, I can, li- I can live with it. But it's so bad, like, when they're not hitting shots.
1: Yeah. I, I need to check how many points they score in transition. Trailblazers, I mean, uh, well, well
0: but- the thing here's the thing uh, about like the transition. Wow. Charlotte's leading on Clippers. I guess we're not the only team
1: oh okay suffering,
0: that's suffering from uh <laughs> the uh christmas malaise but anyway merry christmas everyone uh the kings did not want to did not want to give you a, a christmas present uh we'll try to we'll try to make this a little bit more positive but like the it's like when they're not making shots it, it's tough it's tough but like your, your defense has to be better and here, here's the thing about the uh kings transition defense that's what we left off on like, it's not even that they turned the ball over. They they turned the ball over 10 times, which is not good. But at the same time, like, I don't know how it, the transition defense is as bad as it is because there was one play that summed up just how bad it is. Scoot Henderson, who, mind you, has not been good this season, he he's going one on four. There's four guys in the front court and uh, four Kings in the front court and one Scoot Henderson scoot drives at malik and gets an and one on three dudes who just for some reason again there's no blazer other than scoot henderson in the front court and somehow they don't just gang gang up on him instead like they're all spread out for some reason and he gets an and one in transition just awful shit
1: yeah i don't know how we're gonna be able to fix our transition defense because dear god well, it's always been bad. I don't think it it's going to be...
0: It can't be so bad where you miss an open three. Like, there was one play, I remember, uh, Malik misses an open three, a, a decent shot, but then all of a sudden, it's... Anthony Simons gets, gets like, an acrobatic, sexy layup on the other end. Like, there was just nothing in between. Like, at least put up some resistance, but it, it, just, it just wasn't there.
1: Yeah, I guess the other point would be, you know, our rebounding wasn't good. Um, Then again, we are fairly close even out in terms of both rebounding ends, but it's just that, I don't know, a lot of possessions during this game with the rebounding were, we, we could have gotten so much more out of it, really, if we just tried a little to grab the ball.
0: Like, the thing is, there were a lot of long rebounds. Uh, this game from the Blazers, who just, you know, they had, they shot a lot of threes and, you know, uh, you know, uh, naturally at a lot of, you know, long rebounds. But there were, the Kings were just a step slow on some of them. And, it you know, they gave up, they, they gave up 16 offensive rebounds, which is really bad. And just the, so many of them were just momentum changing. There were moments that the Kings actually cut the lead to three at one point in the third quarter. And then on the other end, they give up an offensive rebound and it completely shifts the momentum. Like not only could you not get stops, even when you, even when you know, by by the grace of God, they, the Blazers miss miss a shot, they couldn't get the rebound. They would just get out hustled, just a step slow to the ball. Again, it's a, it, it's what it's what I'm harping on. It just felt like they came in with no sense of urgency. Oh, uh, DeAndre Ains out, Shane Sharp's out, easy money. We don't even we don't even need to like go at eighty percent to w- win this game. Well, then the Blazers took that shit personally and just said, you know what? We're just going to play harder than you and we'll see what happens. And this is what happens.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And uh, go back to the offense. The most inexcusable thing about this game, so uh, as I mentioned, they did not have DeAndre, their only form of real uh, rib protection. And he's not exactly g- good at it either. So the Blazers basically had what I call toilet paper rib protection just there is no rim protection it is paper thin it is just swiss cheese inside and the kings in the first in the first half just kept shooting threes it took up like they started attacking the rim and guess what you know they started scoring a lot of points and they found out it was very easy they started attacking the rim more in the second half but why did it take till halftime to figure that out it's like why do you insist on shooting threes when you're not making threes in the first half they were they were 22 of 27 from from inside the arc and four of 20 from three why so many threes when you're not hitting them
1: yeah and you know i thought we were in this multiple games ago especially with fox even though he did shoot really well before you know he cooled down into fourth i'll give him props for that for this game but i mean there's other ways to score we were doing like you said we were doing so well inside the paint hitting mid-ranges of all things too at a high rate and all of a sudden we just it down and resort back to you know hoping that a free would go down
0: yeah it's just it's frustrating like so, sure sometimes like you know what is the three you get an open three like it, it that like and you miss that's fine but it's the fact that that's the first option, it feels like, a lot of the time. And, you know, De'Aaron, to his credit, like, he hit a lot of tough ones. But he he always has this habit of falling in love with the 3 When You know, going to the basket is his best option. Like, just slow the game down. Like, just establish that they cannot stop you there. And, you know, if anything, set up a teammate, you know, with by getting to the rim. But it's the, just the over-reliance on the three. I don't like it. And they just keep doing it. And right now, they're in another bad drought. Like, in Minnesota, they couldn't hit jack shit. And in this game, it carried over.
1: Yeah, it just seems like we have the same game plan for every single game so far. Why don't we just draw out something for each and every team? Because it it's kind of game it, plan. Well,
0: the, the thing is, you still want to play your game. And unfortunately, their game is just spray threes. Like, you don't want to, like, adjust and just, cut. Co- like, you talk about, like, changing identity of your team. Mm. That's, like, you're talking about, like, changing the identity of your team each game. Like, that's just going to confuse your team. So, that's why you don't want to do that. But, like, I don't like this just reliance on the three. Like, either, I mean, the thing is, they have good shooters to do it. But it's been too many nights where, like, they just don't have it and they keep going to but just shoot themselves out of it. And it's, it's not working.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's hope that next game it'll be something different, more likely more threes, but hopefully we we'll make more of those threes, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, 10 for 42 from three tonight, and seven of them were from De'Aaron Fox. It's incredible. Look, here's a positive from the game De'Aaron might be your most reliable shooter at this point. It's actually pretty crazy to say that. And it's not even a, a dig at, like, the other guys. I mean, granted, they didn't fuck all this game. But, like, De'Aaron legitimately is a reliable three-point shooter at this point. Look, I, I, I'm i going to bitch about, like, him shooting so many threes. You can't really argue with the results too much. He hit—he was hitting some really nice threes. He is, a again, a reliable shooter. And then, you know, he has that it factor to him where even though, like, I don't trust in his three— like it's in terms of percentage, even though he's shooting a good percentage, like he is the guy that I always trust to make the important ones. And he made plenty of important ones. It's just too bad that the rest of the team did not follow suit.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would say the front runner for, you know, Mr. Clutch, man of the year again. But I don't know how that'll fare off if we continue to uh, kind of slack off in the third and fourth quarter like this.
0: I mean, like, yeah, It again, you, you just got, you basically just got punched in the face. Like basically you came into, you came into the game just thinking you're, again, you're going to get an easy win and you're not even going to try and you got punched in the mouth and you couldn't get back up. And it, you know, like you got stunned and you just could not fight back and you end up losing this fight. It is what it is. And here's, here's what I'll say, I guess, to defend the Kings a little bit. You, you get what one or two of these losses each season it happens like it's just one of the like last year they randomly for no reason lost to the lost to the uh spurs at the end of the year for just no reason at home where they couldn't hit threes you know he sets a theme there and then they also like it got beaten on back-to-back games not 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 that the kings were on a back-to-back it's just two games in a row where they lost to the charlotte hornets on a second time of a back-to-back and a game we for some reason went to lost to the lost to the wizards on a back-to-back so like these kinds of games do just happen and you know you're gonna get one or two one or two if not let's hopefully not three or four of these games each year so the reality is it happens you just hope this is not a sign of things to come this is probably like hopefully as bad as it gets if you will
1: yep let's hope so so let's see what is our next game Um... i want to say the
0: hawks yeah it is the Mm -hmm. hawks uh
1: on friday
0: so oh friday yeah or three-day weekend remember so yeah you know, like it, it so this loss is gonna simmer a little bit and hopefully like they get some practices in, really nail down like what what the fuck, guys? Basically, like Mike Brown get kind of puts these guys at the ringer a little bit and just uh you know, really hammer out. like you need to play better. Like you need to hammer down, like you know, the defense, hammer down the offense. And you gotta find something, yeah, because this shit ain't acceptable. Yeah,
1: I mean, let's hope so. I mean it also feels like big long rests also can deter the Kings as well. <laughs> I mean, we'll just have to see, I guess.
0: I mean, it didn't deter the, it didn't deter uh, the Blazers. There's no excuse.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: it's, I... it's, it's just a bad game where you know your leaders again. They they really try to wheel you into this, game, into this game. Like Sabonis did his job. De'Aaron Fox did his job. And the rest of the team just pumpkins bagels. All across the board. Again, you had three. You had two guys in double digits, forty-three and thirty-four. Your next guy scores nine points. You, that shit ain't you, that shit ain't gonna fly.
1: Well, hopefully that hangover gets cured then.
0: uh The Clippers have now come back against Charlotte. They are now leading one hundred one to ninety-three in the fourth quarter. Good, good on them. At least they um, at least they managed to figure it out. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, you want to shout out some players on the uh Blazers real quick?
1: Uh, Chris Murray looks, I mean, he didn't really play, <laughs> so I mean, there's Chris Murray uh, to be honest. When I saw him in the Richard McCobb Blazers uniform for split seconds, I damn, that that was like Hegan Murray. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about a guy who actually did something. Uh, Duop Reeve, like, he, he, like, I don't know who he is. I'm going to know his name after this nine for 15, three for six from three. He was good. I really, I really liked what he did. He, he's a, he seems to be a playable player. Like, you know, I, like hopefully, like maybe this is a mirage, but he's got something like he can shoot the three a little bit. He's, he's a big, he's kind of a thick guy. He's a bit small. Like, you know, the Blazers really didn't have anyone for Sabonis. He's the only guy who really had any form of real success guarding Sabonis.
1: Yeah, I mean, in terms of both defense and rebounding of all things, like he, I don't know how, but he got the ball into his hands each time there was a miss and in terms of defense, I mean, they really pat that pain, I feel. Uh, (laughs) But other than that, I mean, Sabonis was really the only guy that can kind of cut through that defense.
0: I mean, he just used his big body, his frame, to just get rebounds over guys. He actually got rebounds like over some bonus at points. Like you know, just you know, I wonder if he's gonna become a real player. Um, I mean, I'll remember this name forever. Duop Reed.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Scoot Henderson. What do you think of Scoot?
1: I mean, he he looked great (laughs) Uh, playing against us. Um, a little, a little. How would I say it? I think I think he still needs a little more work uh he does take some suspect shots but I mean I feel like that all comes down to you know just play more especially on his first year so I mean I feel like he's in a right direction for now I mean this is only one game that I've seen him in so take it uh, with a grain of salt
0: yeah he's got a ways to go. Like, he's, he does a lot of rookie stuff, and, you know, he's try, he's trying a little too hard, which a lot of these rookies do. Like, this is nothing special. But, like, yeah, he's got a lot of work to do. But, you know, 17-11, like, a really good game for him, even though the efficiency wasn't really there. He, he had some big shots. Anthony Simons is re, is really good. Like, now that, like, CJ's not on the team anymore, Dame's not on the team, like, he's a he's a legitimate, like, starting guard, uh, possibly for a championship team. Like, although I don't know, like, if if the Blazers are going to be a championship-level team, uh, but, like, a team with some assets, like, that needs scoring, like, they should really look to trade for him. Like, look, if he's on the market somehow, Orlando needs to jump on him because he is the the guy. He's an offensive machine all to himself.
1: Mm, Well, I mean, what would his worth be? wait what? Three picks?
0: Yeah, I would say three. Just with the going price of like you know star scores. He he's basically up there with like the Tyler Heroes of the world, and you know before he turned into a pumpkin Jordan pool. <laughs> yeah. And Robden's another good one. Um. So yeah, they they have guys like they have NBA level players, but you know they're not doing much so I wonder if they're going be on the, they're gonna be on this roster like long term like Jeremy Grant didn't have much of a game but like he's a guy that a lot of teams should be targeting including the Kings
1: hmm. yeah I mean we'll see so far you know no more talks that I've heard about um surrounding the Kings so far that I know unless you've heard otherwise.
0: Oh, yeah no they want to keep these guys around just because like you know you need you do need leaders on the team like older guys like you, you you can't you can't do what the rockets did which is just all young guys and just let them essentially let them run the asylum you need some vets and i think they're going to keep simon's long term and he's good i really like simon's oh yeah, now, yeah although yeah. i did i didn't like him back in the dave days because i was like are you really going to start three six four guys like, yeah <laughs> If, if that i think cj is like six three and the game was like six one is like you're really gonna do that but you know he, he's a, he, like j- with just him now uh, like that kind of makes sense like him sign like simons and uh Sh- shayden as your starting backcourt defense be damned but like you know it, it's it's an explosive scoring unit
1: yeah it'd be interesting if shayden did play this game i would have liked to see him uh cool against he's a
0: bit rough i'll just say like i remember from the uh game we played against them earlier this season he's a bit like scoop in a way like maybe a little bit more polished but like he does some bullshit i'll just say Hmm.
1: yeah i see
0: okay that's all i have for this game uh let's talk about some other topics uh just around the league really quickly uh so the pistons they set the record of 27 straight losses and going this is not this might not be the record because they play boston next so probably gonna be 28 (laughs) so anyways uh they set the record for most consecutive losses of all time and the most heartbreaking thing about this it was a close game against the nets and yeah they they, their defense just kind of failed them at the end they kept switching um What's his name, uh, Jalen Duran, onto the guard, like usually Spencer Dinwiddie. He would drive and draw help, and uh, yeah, it would just lead to three, it would just lead to a three, usually by a Dorian Finney Smith. That man was a heartbreaker, uh, this game. But your thoughts on the Pistons?
1: Well, hopefully, they come back next game. I mean, they. It felt like they put it in their heart. I I mean, I didn't watch the game, but it felt like they tried their best, but just came short. So, you know, someday, maybe, maybe there'll be another team that would do worse. Not anytime soon, but (laughs) I mean, just got to, you know, ride it out. Hopefully, you know, good things will come for them in the future
0: yeah it's tough i like i'm just looking at guys like K. to a certain degree like guys like jay nivy like you know we we saw like the effect like how much things weighed on De'Aaron fox before like the, the sabonis trade like we were legitimately talking like have the kings broken De'Aaron fox and i'm looking at the business right now i it it doesn't look like it has broken K. but like if they don't get a win at some point, like this, this really could get ugly. Like, are you talking about like we might talk about a fire sale of their assets and then they restart them all over again? Yeah. Like it's it's so bad right now, and I don't know. Well, like the thing is, the what the Kings have taught us, you, you make like a few good trades, you, like maybe even like a home run trade, you can fix this, but. Ooh, it's ugly right now. And I don't know if Troy Troy Weaver is the guy to do this.
1: Uh, Probably not, but I mean, it feels like they have a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed for sure. And, you know, this definitely isn't the season (laughs) to uh, make a comeback for, but
0: no no standings real quick is it possible for them to make a run at it they gotta win (laughs) there are 11 games out of the 10th seed
1: they gotta win every single game for here on out, and hope that the teams ahead of them somehow lose every single game from here on out to maybe get that close (laughs) but still that's a tall class to ask
0: yeah well crazier things have happened maybe maybe not maybe not crazier things have happened but uh yeah it, it's tough in Detroit no well well wishes to to the fans of the Pistons it, it's rough right now but I but I I'll say this things should things will get better or at least at some point because look if the Kings can turn it around you could turn it around so it's, it's what I always tell other people um when well like other fan bases like we survived the Kings you guys can survive anything or like anything can it, there is always hope if the kings can turn it around.
1: Oh yeah. The what do you predict? Do you think it'll make it to the top eight next season?
0: <laughs> Why what? No, <laughs> no, not yet. Like, who knows? Uh like maybe they just make some like home run trades. It's not impossible. I wouldn't bet on it though.
1: Hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, all right, last topic, just real quick. Uh, so uh, Woj reported, I, for, I forgot on what, I might, might have been NBA Today, that uh, KD is really unhappy with the situation in Phoenix right now. Basically, feeling like he doesn't have enough help around him, which, yeah, who's fault <laughs> is that? But your thoughts on his unhappiness? Do you think this gets ugly? And is there hope?
1: Uh, well, yeah, he kind of bought his way back into, uh, Brooklyn 2.0. So yeah, that's really what he's going to have to deal with, with, you know, what, uh, with the injuries and stuff, especially probably, Bill. I mean, it's not looking good. And then you have Devin Booker, who's, you know, really the only other guy that can help you. Uh, Other than that can they turn it around sure if everyone's healthy and i don't know what else (laughs) like it's it's looking kind of bleak other than that
0: look look, i'll say this i think they can turn around because remember about a week ago the warriors were apps were the absolute shits like draymond had just been suspended they were on a, they were on a losing streak all hope had basically been lost and all of a sudden they i think they rattled that out like five straight or something like that mm. so it can't happen but you know look katie say he's unhappy with the situation and unhappy that they don't uh that that they don't have any assets to or they don't have any help around them like this is the kid that asked for all the candy in the store and now he's got diabetes this is what it is okay it, like I don't even know that, that that's probably the wrong saying but you, you get the idea <laughs> yeah. he asked for all the candy in the world and it was given to him and now he's and now and now he's got you know a sugar problem so look th- this is on him but I I'll I'll defend him by saying this like, the people that are, like, saying, is his legacy going to be, like, that, like, he's good. He's just a title chaser, a uh, kind of, like, what's the word? A bandwagon guy. Is he just a bandwagon guy? I think that's a bit unfair. Like, Golden State didn't need him for those championships. I know they quote-unquote won one in 2015. That was with, like, Kyrie out and Kevin Love out. So, you know, i take with that what you will. But like he was he was instrumental in 2017 and 2018, and he arguably was the best player. You can flip between him and Steph. It's probably Steph, but like look, he's a damn good player. And you know, sure, he chose this. And honestly, I think to a certain degree, like when it gets to the actual game, I honestly think he's at peace. Because like I looked at him in that uh in the Kings game. Like, he was having a lot of fun out there despite, you know, turning the ball over seven times and, you know, just being absolutely lit up by the Kings. I thought he was at peace because, like, he's out there. He's talking shit to Fox. Like, he's just out there. He's trying to hoop. But, you know, unfortunately in the NBA, you just have to deal with the random politics and just bullshit that just happens around, like, the the organization that is basketball. And, you know, I just think he doesn't want to deal with any, any of that. He just wants to hoop. But unfortunately, he does have to understand you ask for all this candy. And right now you're you're kind of just you're you just keep doing this where you know you get into these super teams with these like question so, let's be like let's just say you you've had some questionable decisions in terms of like joint who you're joining up with how you're joining up with them it might have made you happy in the short term but you know like is your happiness like do you value your happiness over winning and right now you're not really winning so like i hope you're happy and well you're not according to the report but this is what you've wrought although i i will say like he just, he does just want to hoop but he just he just keeps getting into these weird bullshit situations, unfortunately
1: uh and you know hopefully the sun's organization is happy because you know if this doesn't work out well, got a choice yeah i mean they they literally did all this ruined their like near future just to hope to make it back into the finals and
0: i'll i'll say this for those people that said the sun's fucked up i'll i'll actually go against you i don't think they fucked up had they kept mikhail bridges had they kept uh chris paul now, Monty Williams might be tr- might be tricky because, like you know, seeing that in Detroit, he's not been good. Maybe it was maybe a lot of the issue was him. They were not going to win a championship any soon. Like they were done after get after getting lit up by Luca in the playoffs. They were done. They have become the Utah Jazz, uh, but, you know, w- with Gobert and Donovan. Where you know, after after the Jazz got torched by Terrence Mann in that game that you were at. That broke the Jazz. They were never the same. Like, you know, there's been a lot of jokes about, like, KOC say, you know, the Celtics broke the Kings. No, the Clippers broke the Jazz that night. That that basically, that game basically showed, yeah, you can't have Rudy in the playoffs. You can't have him cover up everything and not play defense. Like, their their entire, like, foundation of a team was broken. They were not going to win in the playoffs. It just wasn't going to happen. Teams had figured them out, and there was nothing they could do, right? Yeah. Like it was the same thing with the Suns. They had they had broken by Luka. Like no one was going to be afraid of them in the playoffs. And like they they were just going to be looked at as barbecue chicken because like they like teams, like the best teams, when you get to the second in, in the conference finals, they know what to do against you. And you and you're you you were gonna be able to solve them and like that they weren't going anywhere so they they had to make this trade in my opinion the Bradley Beal stuff might be where you kind of went off the cliff a little bit but I thought they maybe need a different trade but the reality is they did not have any assets to make any other trades and right now they don't have any assets anyways so it's unfortunate that it kind of came to this way but I'll just push back against like they shouldn't have done the KD deal no you make the KD deal no matter what it's just what you do after is so important, and it looks like they've missed the mark, unfortunately.
1: Uh, hopefully, you know things turn around. I mean, still, what? Still pretty early in the season. I think there's enough time. Uh, anything can happen. I mean, what? They're right now. They're out to play in.
0: Yes, they're a but... uh, uh, half a game out.
1: But, you know, you could still play in the play-in and still make it in the playoffs. Or maybe you could make it even further into the seeding and maybe you'll just be safe. Who knows, really?
0: Look, look, the Lakers were dog shit before the trade deadline. They They made the Western Conference Finals. It can't
1: happen. It can, definitely, yeah. You're right.
0: So... You know I, I would just say suns fans don't lose hope they've turning on kd by the way in the uh, suns reddit which is unfortunate i don't think it's on him i think it's just more like you, you just you just gotta you just gotta shit team it's unfortunate that's how that's just how it is this is what a super team looks like
1: pretty much
0: okay well that's all I have uh what anything else you want to quickly talk about
1: Well, we didn't mention that I watched two games that were pretty bad in the last 24 hours. Yeah, I'm going to make this short and quick. Yeah, that Niners game was just broke my soul for like that night, especially on Christmas night. Dear God.
0: Yeah. So what was it? Four interceptions by, uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Yeah, and then tough.
1: one one more from Santana. today, but that's another whole story. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Tough team. I really to be honest, didn't expect uh whatchamacallit to be uh blowout. I thought it would be a pretty neck and neck game. I know Baltimore's good, but I didn't know they were this good. And our defense was falling apart. And same with our offense, falling apart, but you know. Hopefully we we could learn from our mistakes, and if we ever match them again later, and you know, later on, hopefully we'll make those adjustments. But yeah, in the same vein, nothing to fret about, such as like this today's game. Even though it's like one of the worst losses of our seasons for both Niners and Kings, we always will bounce back. Hopefully for both teams.
0: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But, again, like, you know, it's not great that you're going It's – they're going into playoffs now, right?
1: Yeah, we're still so first.
0: No, no, like, I mean, next week is the playoffs, right, for the football? Yeah. So, you know, it's not great that they're going into playoffs on a loss. It's not the end of the world. Like, you're you're still the first seed, right, or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, you're going into playoffs. It's, again, not ideal to go, to go into it with a loss, but it's not the end of the world. And, you know, they still like you had an all time bad prop, Brock Purdy game. You just hope that he doesn't do that again. He's been consistent, pretty consistent all season. So, you know, you just hope for the best if you're a Niner fan. Now, no need to freak out about it. The only time you need to freak out is when they actually lose in the playoffs. Okay. If they lose in the playoffs.
1: Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm dumb. I, there's, <sighs> They're still week 17 and 18 okay. <laughs> left. So
0: okay. So you know, they have a chance to get, you know, win, <clears throat> win and get some momentum going into the playoffs. Look, it's just one game. Like I, I a lot of people were negative. I saw the tweets. Look, it's okay. Just do it in the playoffs. That's all that matters now. Oh yeah. And if you're a Kings fan, like you know, you you get you get you're gonna get a few of these losses. Just just be used to it. And just move on. Honestly, like, don't think about it too much because it's just going to make you more angry. Just, just stay. There's an entire season, and the, the Kings will bounce back.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Okay, well that's uh, all I have. Um, so if you have nothing else, let's call this an episode. Uh, my nose is plugged up as shit, so you know it, it it is a good time to probably end this episode um yeah if you guys couldn't tell my voice is a little different because i am a little bit on the sick uh on the sick train today unfortunately so hopefully everyone stay safe out there uh hopefully you had a great uh merry christmas uh happy hanukkah uh with whatever holiday you celebrate just stay safe out there guys you know, hopefully you did some nice uh, holiday shopping. Hopefully you got some time to spend with your families. Um, And, you know, I wish everyone a happy holidays.
1: And likewise to me, to you guys. So no,
0: fuck you. I'm not <laughs> talking
1: to you. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, ev- you know, in all seriousness, everyone had a good, have a good holiday season. And we will be coming back before the uh new year because uh the Hawks the kings do play the hawks after this so you know we will have another episode before the end of the new year but again everyone just stay safe and have a happy holiday season safe travels if you're traveling uh in and out um you know to visit family
1: oh yeah and we'll see you guys later